So welcome back to Napalm and Friends. And as always, I have found incredible people with just as incredible talents and abilities. And this week I am joined by Diana, who is out in Los Angeles and is a pole dancer extraordinaire. Thank you so much for giving me a bit of your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, How's it going? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to be on and um, I'm ready to share my story and, you know, ask away. I'd like to like, you know, tell others like my journey of my pole dancing and just, you know, educate everyone on what pole dancing is about. No, definitely. And I remember I had shared my journey with my eating disorder and my weight training and I remember you messaged me and you sent me like a really wonderful like like paragraph. I mean, it's Instagram, like I have a tiny screen, so I don't even know how long it was, but it was very thoughtful and in depth where you shared your journey with, you know, your body and, you know, getting really in tune with it through pole dancing. And I knew right then and there, I was like, I need you as a guest because it's just something that blew me away. And I think it's something that has to be talked about, especially considering that society sees it as taboo but before we get into that I do want to know how did you find pole dancing so for me pole dancing finding it I think was a journey in itself because I always remember as a kid I loved gymnastics I always loved gymnastics I loved doing flips and cartwheels I would teach myself how to do a one-hand cartwheel Um, I asked my parents, can you please, you know, get me into gymnastics and, you know, they didn't have the time or the money and I would just do it on my own. And then, you know, as I, you know, uh, kept growing, you know, growing up, I just, I fell in love with the Cirque du Soleil and the circus and I would see the aerialists and the trapeze artists and I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. You know, how do they do that and how strong they are? Just as I saw the gymnasts as a kid, like on the Olympics, it was just this strength and this confidence that they had doing what they do. And I always wanted that and I always wanted to feel that. And so I remember going to my first Circus Lay show in Vegas, I remember how beautiful it felt just seeing that and that it just looks so sensual. And and I just wanted to feel those feelings. I wanted to be up there and do that. So, um, you know, little by little, you know, you get more, you know, introduced to things that, you know, I started going to burlesque shows and just seeing like Dita Von Tees and, you know, seeing burlesque artists just going out there with that same confidence, just as a gymnast or just as an aerialist. And I, I still, I was like, one day, why, you know, why can't I do that? Or why don't I have the guts to do this? And finally, one day I researched and I started taking a few aerialist classes over here in LA and it was fun and I remember I remember feeling that upper body strength of like okay wow this is cool like this is amazing I could wrap myself or I could you know go on the lira which is the hoop but for some reason I still didn't feel that connection or that sensuality that I thought I was going to be feeling and uh, so I did some more research and I remember I got this flashback of, you know what? One of my favorite movies is Showgirls. 
And I know it has a bad rep. I know it's probably now a cult classic. But for me as a kid, I remember seeing that movie and just being so amazed at just, you know, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley's character and how, you know, she's just so confident. It was the same thing and how, you know, women can be powerful and they could be sexy and powerful and strong and still go for their goals. And so that movie always meant something to me. And I remember I was like, you know what? I'm gonna research pole classes. And I went online and I was very fortunate enough and I found one in my area. And I started right before the pandemic. And um, it was like right in the moment where I needed it the most. And especially in my life, in my personal life, I just felt like um, I was searching for something and I wasn't finding it. And when I started pole class, it was just this connection. And I knew right away, it was like if my body knew exactly what to do. It was like my strength, it was the sensuality. I felt so good and plus, what I felt and what I love about it is that I'm a music person. Like I love music. I'll listen to all types of music. So it was this connection of putting songs to the performance. And it, it, it was just this click. And I and ever since then, it's been two years now. Um, well, with the pandemic, I had to um, figure out when the studio closed what was I gonna do? You know, I wasn't gonna be able to practice. So I was fortunate enough and I found a uh, pole online. I, I bought a pole for my house and that helped. <laughs> and uh, well, then two years later, uh, here I am and I'm, you know, I, I, I don't regret it. It's been the best thing that I've ever done in my life. I fell in love with it. It's, it's, it's amazing.
Uh, you mentioned something where you said uh, with showgirls that the character could be mm -hmm. sensual, sexy, and powerful. Yes. And I think that is such, I mean, there's so much honesty to it. You know, I, I feel like that is that hits the core of what pole dancing is. But I feel like there is still a taboo around it about a woman mm -hmm. who dances around a pole and like really connects to a yes. song and expresses herself through her body. So. Yes. What kind of stigma have you faced, if any, or you know, what are your thoughts behind that? It's good. It's a it's a problem. It, there's there's good and bad. I feel like one. Um, I feel that people are still not fully educated or maybe knowledgeable. You know, they don't have the knowledge of um, knowing exactly what is pole dance. You know, it's always just known as hey, there's a few strip clubs around the area and women go and you know they get naked just dance around a pole and get money and I have no problem with that I love you know that their their choice their lifestyle and I go and I support those women as well but the stigma is is that there, people are not aware that this is a form of art as well because in other countries this is a competitive sport this is an art and so if you go to like Eastern European countries or there's a few countries in Asia or in Europe, uh, they, pole dancing is a sport and it's not just sexualized. And uh, I feel that people don't know that. So the problems that I've faced, especially with me starting pole dancing or pole fitness is that um, you know, I, I want to show it. I show my work online on Instagram and I've gotten a few people where they'll like message me and they'll, especially in the beginning, they ask me, oh, so are you going to be stripping after COVID? Or, um, wow, you're so good at this. Like I'd pay to see that. Or, you know, I was just getting these random like direct messages or people like saying like, wow, you know, um, you know, is, is this just a hobby? Because you're really good at that. And um, it's kind of like, I always have to like explain myself what I'm doing. No, this is just my hobby. This is something that I'm passionate about, but thank you for telling me that I'm great or, you know, and, um, what was I going to say? Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um. I mean, there is that stigma where people do hypersexualize a woman's body. And I think with pole fitness and pole dancing, it gives us a, the ability to reclaim our body on our own terms. And it yeah, still sucks, exactly. like receiving direct messages like that, where it's like, you have to yeah. take the time. And I, I, my hat off to you for being so patient with people. Uh, also, just yeah. a side note to the listeners, I will be tagging your Instagram to the bio of this episode. So if you do want to check out her journey, you know, by all means, give her a follow. Like you have been nothing but an absolute sweetheart. So I definitely <laughs> appreciate you. your kindness. But going back to us reclaiming our bodies, it's taboo because I feel like we're fighting, you know, generations and generations of this ideology of a woman has to be ashamed of her body and our body is defined yeah. by whether or not a man has touched it or will touch it or have touched it. Yes. You know, this is our chance and our space to say this is how we're going to express ourselves on our own terms. And that's why I think with exactly. pole dancing, and again, the big reason why I wanted to invite you here onto the shack was because you have taken that 
platform and you've really empowered yourself through your body and expressing yourself. And I find that yeah. so admirable and beautiful. And it's not easy to do because like I said, there's generations of stigma behind it, you know, where society looks at it and it's like, oh, you're selling your body, you know, you're cheap or, you know, whatever bullshit comment that they have. It's so hard to fight back against it. And, you know, again, by all means with women who are strippers and work at the clubs, you know, like my hat off to them. Cause I mean, like, fuck, they make yes. money off of it. That's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, I mean, it's a business no. and an art form. Yeah. Yeah. So by all means, I think now more than ever, we do need to talk about this empowerment. So yes. again, I really, really appreciate you giving me a bit of your time to discuss this. Um, no, I, and I, I absolutely agree with you. And I feel like that's why I don't feel um, ashamed for posting. I'm not embarrassed anymore. When I first started my journey, I was very shy. I was, you know, I, I was unsure of like, should I be posting this? Or what if like a family member sees this? So, you know what? I said, you know what? This is my journey. I know what I'm doing. This is for me. If you want to follow me, follow me. If you don't want to see it, don't follow me. Don't tell me, you know, what am I doing or what is this for? If you don't like it, don't look at my stories. Don't look at my page and follow me, mute me, whatever it is. But I'm doing this for me. And this is what makes me happy as a woman. And as you said, I do feel like I, ha I have this confidence in myself that I never felt before. And that's why when I said, when I fell in love with, you know, pole dancing, that's, that's the biggest reason is because it was just this connection to myself and um, just having this confidence. And I just felt this strength and mentally, this has been a really good journey for me mentally, not just physically, but mentally as well. I'm so glad and, you brought that up because yeah. that was actually my next question for you because mm -hmm. it's not as easy as, you know, you know, jumping on a pole and, you know, moving your body. There's yeah. so much more to it. And there's yes. definitely a mental and physical journey behind it. So you kind of touched upon it where at first you were shy and timid to share mm -hmm. your journey. And then you just kind of evolved into this beautiful woman where it's like you own up to it. So I don't know if you want to yeah. delve a little bit more into the mental aspect of it and the physical. So prior to starting pole, um, I was on this journey of my physical activity, like lifting weights. I think I had been lifting maybe for about like five years, going to the gym and learning about weights and weight training and building my muscle. And, you know, that's a journey in itself mentally as well, because it feels good. Like there are days where I feel like shit and when I work out, I feel so much better. Like, I feel like it just gets, you know, my brain going. I just feel a lot happier. So, um, so prior to pole, I had already been building my strength, my upper body strength, because when I first started pole, I realized, wow, you definitely need a lot of upper body strength to invert yourself to have that stamina to keep going you know it's it's been a journey honestly more mentally physically yes because um i have been like where i realized like oh wow there's muscles that i'm using that i had no idea that I had or wow, I'm using a lot more of my core strength. 
to invert. So it's kind of like what I realized is kind of like you're doing um, kind of like calisthenics training where you're just doing these amazing tricks on the pole and it's it's your body it's it's amazing how your body you can just keep pushing yourself and 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 just see what will it do and how your muscles will react and it's been an amazing journey and mentally as i said it's helped me a lot let go of fear let go of fear of one as i said about what will people think or what you know not caring what people think and the other is letting go of fear of trying something new and so there are tricks where i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna be upside down and and i'm just hanging off you know almost like my foot and my you know i just have to let go of that fear trust myself have the confidence that i can do it and that's what pushes me to get through that that move that trick so I think physically, yes, it is a journey. What helped is having that uh, that strength already from, you know, already lifting weights and being physically active. But mentally, it's been more of a mental journey and it's, it's beautiful. No, definitely. Uh, before we started recording, uh, something that I thought was interesting and that, I, that you know, I'm glad they brought up as far as like the calluses and the bruises that you get, like mm-hmm. it's, it's yes. a tough sport. It's a tough yes. part. Yes. And I think that is so symbolic of life where it's like, it's gonna get hard. Sometimes it's gonna hurt you. What matters is you get back up. And you yes. Keep going and you keep pushing. Yes, yourself. exactly. So I thought that that was absolutely beautiful. And I was like, shit, you know, like you can be sensual and you can also like, you know, display these battle scars. And you mentioned as far as like, you know, certain moves or tricks, is there any that you hope to achieve in your practice? Like, what do you look forward in developing your practice lately? Um, the thing for me, there's a few tricks where I try so hard. There, it, it's so weird. There's some tricks where you're just, you're upside down and you're facing the floor directly. Um, I've been having this issue with, it's called Brass Monkey, and I can do it up to a certain point, but I cannot complete it all the way because it's this fear of, am I really going to be able to hang on the way am I supposed to? So I've been practicing a lot on that. So I've been trying to achieve That's You know, I still have a lot to achieve in my practice, but along with my practice, it's, um, I tell myself, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna get better. I know I'm gonna get better and I'm doing this for me. And one day I'm going to, for me, I would love to achieve to get to a level where I could compete and I can go out there and, you know, uh, just get to that level that I can perform. You know, it would be so great to have, you know, do a routine and perform, even if it's for like a small show or if it's for fun or just to compete, it would be awesome to get to that level. Dude, that's fantastic. I mean, I'm rooting for you. I can't wait to see it. And like I said to the (laughs) listeners, I will be adding her Instagram to the bio. So you can definitely see this journey because it is, it's so transformative. You know, yeah. I've seen the little bits I've seen of you posting of your dancing, like I'm blown away. Cause I mean, the sheer strength alone of carrying your own body weight is already yeah. just incredible. And then you're kind of 
folding in these positions and going with the flow of music, it's, like I said, it's just my mind is blown and I'm in awe. Um, you did invite me to like teach me the basics, which I am going to hold you up to that. So yes. listeners yes. look forward to it. Um, <laughs> and as I mentioned, the only thing I request is a med kit on hand because <laughs> I, I'll admit it, I have very little upper body strength. It's, it may or may not end well. Who knows? I don't oh. know until I try. Um, exactly.
songs that you like to uh, perform with as of late? You know, I'm really into, um, I just do, if you notice like on my music, I, I kind of notice on my playlist, there's a lot of 90s, like either rock or grunge. That's really good. I love listening to like um, Alice in Chains or Depeche Mode, or I love listening or having on my playlist. Um, Marilyn Manson has been a huge one because his songs, they can, you know, it's really good for like a good flow. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I like I said, like I listen to like a variety of music that I always say any pole song, I mean, I mean, any song can be a pole song. It can be even like a waltz, a classical music. Um, I even have on my playlist, The Little Mermaid, Part of Your World. That's any cool. song, yeah, any song can be a pole song. You just have to know and connect. You know, if you have a connection with a song, you can move. It's the way you move. It's the way you. It, it's a. It's a form of art for me. Yeah. The you know connecting the music with the dance and the tricks.
I mean, to kind of wrap it up, and I mean, I don't have any other questions for you other than what advice do you have for aspiring dancers? I always say, and from what I've learned with my experience, is it's never too late to start um, because I started in my 30s and I thought, well, maybe it's too late because I always felt like I may be the oldest one in the class. But it's, it's never too late. I've been inspired by other pole dancers online and they're much more, you know, older or mature and, you know, um, the pole community as well is, is so inspiring and supportive because since I've been in the pole community, everyone supports each other. There's nothing but support. There's never any hate. Um, I feel like we want to cheer each other on and we want to like, you know, support each other that, yes, you're going to do that trick. Come on, you can do it. You know, I've always felt nothing but support in the pole community. Never any hate, never any, you know, um, judgment. Um, so it's never too late. And also don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid that you're not going to fit in or don't be ashamed of your body. It doesn't matter if you're a male, female, it doesn't matter your size. Don't be ashamed of your body or who you are. Go out there, try something new and don't be afraid to explore yourself. Don't be afraid to explore that sensuality, that sexuality. You know, you may realize that there's something in you that you never knew you had. And for me, this journey has been such an amazing journey, as I said, mentally, physically, and I've gotten to know amazing people and build a community that just supports one another. And, you know, that, that's what, that's been my journey and my lesson. And I feel like everyone should give it a try, you know, as well, you know, having you come and try it, that'd be amazing. No, I definitely look forward to it. Uh, I mean, I will say I am afraid because it's, you know, I'm very accident prone, <laughs> but I look forward to it because, yeah. I mean, just kind of like what you said, don't, I mean, not what you said, kind of like sum it up. Don't yeah. have to try it. So exactly. you know, this is something that I definitely want to explore and I've always been curious about, but I never knew how to go about it. And I'm so glad mm -hmm. that we crossed paths. And I mean, to add on to the advice that you gave to the listeners is, you know, sometimes you might receive like shitty DMs. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes you might receive these people who are trying to like make you feel bad about it or, you know, people who, who try to reinforce the stigma behind mm -hmm. the art. This is where, yeah, you know, rely on your community to support you and just to know that those comments come from a very close-minded place. Exactly. So most definitely, like, everyone should try and explore that sexuality and sensuality. And I think it's so interesting that you also said, like, you know, it's not just for women. You know, it, it, it this art goes beyond just one gender. Oh, um, yes. And what I've learned too, uh, with the whole stigma as well that I wanted to, I remember what I wanted to say about the stigma. Mm -hmm. The main issue is on social media is that um, Instagram and TikTok, um, they've been cracking down on hashtags. 
So that's one of the biggest um, dilemmas that we're having as a community is if you hashtag pole fitness or pole dancing or anything like that, um, you won't get as many views anymore as as you did in the past. I remember when I first started and I was using, you know, the, the hashtags, you would just hashtag what you're doing. Um, I'd get a lot more views than I do now. And, you know, I feel that here again, you know, like this is why there's that stigma. Instead of this being an art, um, it's again being, you know, uh, put down and, and blocked and people's posts are getting, you know, deleted or you're getting blocked from Instagram for a few days or it, it's ridiculous. I just feel that this is this is the problem that we're having here and we're not able to let others really find us or, or explore or, or see our journey because those hashtags are being blocked. Mm. But then again, you know, I'm seeing um, most of the, the women or, you know, the pole dancers in the community, they're not hashtagging anymore. And who cares? Whoever sees their shit, sees their, you know, their stuff. And yeah. so it should be like that, you know, that's what I learned. Cause at first I was like upset. I was like, wait, why are they cracking down on the hashtags? Why am I not getting views anymore? What's going on? And then I learned and I realized what was happening. So I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Whoever wants to see me, see my journey this is for me and that's what's the most important thing definitely uh so again to the listeners like let me remind you of her instagram and you said also tiktok is there any other platforms that we can no. find you on or just oh instagram? no i'm not just instagram yeah okay i have um, no time for tiktok right now <laughs> so, I mean, your, your instagram will be tagged in the bio uh i do want to give this as a space to tag potentially other dancers that you find inspiring or the studio it's entirely up to you uh i will be adding it to the okay. bio so if you want to give them a shout out or mention them Oh, yeah, yeah. I will definitely let you know. I have a few people that I can, you know, tell you so you can, so people can see, you know, other people's journeys as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll be including them in the bio as well. Uh, hopefully one day I'll reach out to them because right now I've, I've just been so flooded with so many like really great, talented artists. So, again, I am so grateful that you gave me a bit of your time sharing your journey. Yeah, I was really excited to come on and, you know, this is like amazing to finally say my journey because, you know, people have asked me before, you know, oh, how did you get into it? But now this is my story. So I feel happy that I can now say my journey. <laughs>